Hey everyone, it's Father Pat, here today to offer you my reflections on the scripture readings for today. Our readings for today are from the Feast of St. James the Apostle. Our reading from the second letter of St. Paul to the Corinthians. Brothers and sisters, we hold this treasure in earthen vessels, that the surpassing power may be of God and not from us. We are afflicted in every way, but not constrained, perplexed, but not driven to despair, persecuted, but not abandoned, struck down, but not destroyed, always carrying about in the body the dying of Jesus, so that the life of Jesus may also be manifested in our body. For we who live are constantly being given up to death for the sake of Jesus, so that the life of Jesus may be manifested in our mortal flesh. So death is at work in us, but life in you. Since then, we have the same spirit of faith, according to what is written, I believed, therefore I spoke. We too believe and therefore speak, knowing that the one who raised the Lord Lord Jesus will raise us also with Jesus and place us with you in his presence. Everything indeed is for you, so that the grace bestowed in abundance on more and more people may cause the thanksgiving to overflow for the glory of God. The word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. Our response, those who sow in tears shall reap rejoicing. Those who sow in tears shall reap rejoicing. When the Lord brought back the captives of Zion, we were like men dreaming. Then our mouth was filled with laughter and our tongue with rejoicing. Those who sow in tears shall reap rejoicing. Then they said among the nations, the Lord has done great things for them. The Lord has done great things for us. We are glad indeed. Those who sow in tears shall reap rejoicing. Restore our fortunes, O Lord, like the torrents in the southern desert. Those that sow in tears shall reap rejoicing. Those who sow in tears shall reap rejoicing. Although they go forth weeping, carrying the seed to be sown, they shall come back rejoicing, carrying their sheaves. Those who sow in tears shall reap rejoicing. The Lord be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Matthew. Glory to you, O Lord. The mother of the sons of Zebedee approached Jesus with her sons and did him homage, wishing to ask him for something. He said to her, What do you wish? She asked him, Command that these two sons of mine sit, one at your right and the other at your left, in your kingdom. Jesus said in reply, You do not know what you are asking. Can you drink the chalice that I am going to drink? They said to him, We can. He replied, My chalice you will indeed drink. But to sit at my right hand and at my left... This is not mine to give, but is for those for whom it has been prepared by my father. When the ten heard this, they became indignant, the two brothers. But Jesus summoned them and said, You know that the rulers of the Gentiles lorded over them, and the great ones make their authority over them felt. But it shall not be so among you. Rather, whoever wishes to be great among you shall be your servant. Whoever wishes to be first among you shall be your slave. Just so, the Son of Man did not come to be served, but to serve, and to give his life as a ransom for many. The Gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, Lord Jesus Christ. I try to be consistent about going to the gym, but it's no secret I hate exercising. So, as with most things that I don't like in life, I tend to work out earlier in the day rather than later. That way, I get the burden off my shoulders so that I can enjoy the rest of the day. I mean, you don't eat dessert first, right? Otherwise, you'd never eat your broccoli. It's just a fact. St. James the Greater was son of Zebedee and brother of John. He spent his early life in Galilee and likely anticipated he would spend the rest of his life as a fisherman, part of the family business. And then he and his brother met Jesus. He was among the first of the twelve to be called. Throughout Jesus' public ministry, James occupies 
a, a privileged position among the disciples. He is one of only three disciples who is with Jesus when the daughter of Jairus is raised from the dead. He is there when Jesus is transfigured on Mount Tabor. He is asked to watch and pray with Jesus in the Garden of Gethsemane. He lives a charmed life, or at the very least, a life with few major challenges. And so we shouldn't be surprised when his mother asks Jesus to reserve a special place for both James and his brother John when Jesus comes into his kingdom. But a place in the kingdom is reserved for those who share not only in Jesus' miracles, but for those who also drink the chalice that he is going to drink. In fact, uh, the book of Acts tells us that Herod has James beheaded for preaching the gospel. He was the first of the twelve to die for Jesus. James does occupy a special place, indeed, but one that he never would have foreseen or desired. When you're suffering, you're convinced that no one else suffers like you do. When life is going good, you're convinced you deserve even better. But there is only one who is worth living for and dying for. So when you're asked to drink the chalice, don't resent it. My favorite feeling of the day is when I walk out of that gym, muscles sore and covered in sweat, because I know that the best is yet to come. May Almighty God bless you, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Happy feast day, and say a prayer for me.